Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week is part two of my chat with my girlfriend, Megan. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, I'd really recommend you go back and check that out. It's, it was a great one where we talk about our pet tortoise and things like that and our trip to Italy. So it, it's a really good one to go alongside this, obviously. But um, if you haven't watched it, no problem at all. Uh, in this part, we speak about hymns and from sort of like catholic school and things like that uh including one called the harvest song um we speak about sort of memories from school um in sort of like other ways and we speak about a quick talk on bees and honey farms and we speak about the movie joker we don't say any spoilers or anything like that um we talk about warwick davis a little bit because our tortoise is called wicket which is a female version of the name wicket which is the ewok that warwick davis played in star wars episode six it's the main ewok the main little teddy bear thing in the sixth episode of star wars return of the jedi uh, if you're not already aware um we speak about horror films a little bit more on the shining and um, we speak about how we met and sort of oversharing on relationships on social media what meeting people in clubs is like and things like that and uh, online dating and stuff uh, and we speak about a few other things as well, but I, I won't sort of uh, ramble on for too long. Now, before the chat gets started, there is a quick promo for the West Bind podcast. So, you know, be sure to check those guys out after this. I've got a link in the description. Um, and a quick reminder that I did guest on the Brave Files, um, one of the most recent episodes, um, about my dad uh, passing away. Um, if you enjoyed the 24th episode of Genuine Chit Chat, if you've been listening for that long, that was when I spoke with my brother about the passing of my dad. Uh, this is one in a slightly different way of um, talking about how it sort of affected me as a person. We speak about other subjects as well, but that's sort of the main theme. So, yeah, that's one of the Brave Files, number 86 and that is in the description as well so without further ado and rambling on um here's the uh, chat and um don't forget that i'll be back at the end to talk about sort of what's coming up and um, just a few other little bits and pieces i normally uh, ramble on a little bit more at the end so um if you like that sort of thing stay tuned for that so uh, thanks always for listening guys and i'll talk to you then do you like dark humor do you like sex do you like talk about random things look back on with nostalgia or new stuff viewed through the eyes of a couple of degenerates who are most likely dependent on intoxicants? Well, we hope you don't like sex, because we definitely don't have that part. Welcome to a show with more shit talk than a German porno. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're Westbine. Join us every week on Wednesday for our live stream on Facebook. And if you don't want to watch, then you can hear us on Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Facebook.com slash Show or westbine.podbean.com. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. That's what I like about Catholic, though, is that there are more songs. Yeah. It's nice. There's so many slow ones, I just really don't like. Yeah, a lot of them are like dirges. Is that the right word? The Funeral March song, Dirge. Uh, I couldn't actually tell you. I (laughs) genuinely wouldn't know. Um, I think a dirge is a a slow song. It definitely could be. I'm going to look it up. I prefer the more sort of upbeat things. Like the, uh, like, I I don't necessarily like this song, but it's one that I used to dislike the least, which was got the whole word in his hands. Yeah, no. And also, (laughs) beautiful. Yeah, a dirge is a lament for the dead, especially one forming is a lament for the dead especially one forming part of a funeral rite so it's a mournful song i see yeah cause i think there's a song called the devil's lament i think or something like that well well it is what it is isn't it yeah <laughs> but I, I, no, I like the the more upbeat songs i like the the harvest song the harvest song <laughs> yeah you know the harvest song it's like 
I might know it. Cauliflower, broccoli, cabbage and beans. I don't know. It go, it's that tune. I can't remember what, how it goes. How can you bring it up? You're going to make God sad. No, but this isn't about God. This is the Harvest song. This is everything about God. I'm talking about you know being uh, in our... It's funny that we're both... Uh, the, the, the religion that we sort of know the most about and we're most associated with is uh, Catholicism, which is quite interesting. It's because uh, Catholics rule. <laughs> well, <laughs> I b- obviously do not identify as a uh, as a Catholic. Uh, I do not believe that there is necessarily a god in that form. Maybe some sort of ethereal being that started everything off, but I don't think it's a sort of conscious thing that's kind of like f- creating everything and knows everyone's communicated with humans. I think it's just a sort of vague energy potentially. I don't even know if it's alive. Yeah, I'm trying to find this song. <laughs> you, you're trying to find a song. Yeah, it's the the Harvest song. You're just trying to find the lyrics. You're going to play the song. Oh, yeah, no. It goes, cauliflower's fluffy and cabbage is green. <laughs> Did you not do this? Well, how's the chorus go? The apples are ripe and the plums are red. The broad beans are sleeping in their blankety bed. I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> when Pete and I used to live together, every so often we'd be like, should we listen to the Harvest song? And we play it. <laughs> Wow. It's called Cauliflower's Fluffy. If it's safer to play us, I'll listen to it after the. <laughs> I probably it's hate a tune. it. I probably hate it. Nah, it's going to go on repeat on your Spotify. Yes. Add it to our playlist. <laughs> but it's it's just, uh, yeah, I, I when I was younger, I especially didn't like hymns. I was just having to do them all the time. Yeah, I can imagine that if you went to a Catholic school, it probably wasn't the best. I mean, I, I remember Every not summer. liking my preschool mm. because it was really religious. Bearing like. Huh? Was that nuns? Yeah, yeah. So my preschool was in Italy because um, I was born there and I lived there till I was four. And um, yeah, my my preschool, my kindergarten was run by nuns. And I remember that I don't have many memories of living in Italy, but How, every. When did you every, live at? When did you move from Italy? Four. I was four. Did you? And when did you go? You go went back there quite a bit when you were younger, though. I assume. Yeah, yeah. We used to go back like loads when I was younger. Um, yeah, so I, all of my memories of being at preschool is are negative. I remember the nuns being really mean. Mm. I don't have any positive memories of being at preschool. I've only got a very few vague memories yeah, of preschool. Yeah, they're all very faded. Yeah, I'll probably forget them on, in a few more years. All right. <laughs> Off I go. <laughs> no. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing, memory stuff, isn't it? Because like, it's, cause it's, all, it's all in the moonlight. Is that what you just said? <laughs> It's all, <laughs> yes. it's all alone in the moonlight. It's the song. All alone in the moonlight. Yeah, from Cats. I haven't, you know I haven't seen Cats. Yeah, but it's a really famous song. Other people may, listening may know the song. You excited for the uh, ex- you excited for um, the movie coming out? With it I am. Strange cat Ooh. people. I am excited, but the cats also kind of freak me out in the weird live action thing that they've the, done. The Taylor Swift one's probably the weirdest. Yeah, but I mean, you know. and that's the end of cats Um, no i am excited to see it 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 should be good it's got quite a lot of um good uh people in it yeah i've seen the reviews in it there's james corden uh there's a fat cat Uh uh-huh there's a fat cat he's got a belly yeah he does have a belly uh there's that then there's taylor swift there's jason not jason mraz um derulo yeah jason derulo Mm. there's the main woman there's that black woman and I can't remember her name. <laughs> See, I can remember her name. That's why I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, Megan, what have you I done? I can picture her in my head. She plays the um the old cat, 
the one that sings the song that I'm, re- I'm, I'm referencing. Now. You can't not name her now. Oh, just, for God's you can't sake. just call her that. You That's need to like hire song. a bloody producer to do this stuff for you get so like, that I don't have to sit here. Get like a young Jamie. Yeah, just get like an apprentice. Well, I would normally do it myself, but you know. Well, you, you could do it yourself. You're just being lazy. Yeah. Um, what am I looking for? Cats cast. It's Jennifer Hudson. She's not old. Jennifer Hudson. Let me see. I think they make her look a bit older in the film. What other films is she in? Um, she's predominantly a singer. Oh, okay. Fair enough. She was in Dreamgirls. Oh, I've heard of that. I haven't seen it. Have you? Have you really? Hmm. She was in The Secret Life of Bees. I didn't know that there was a film version of The Secret Life of Bees. A film version of yeah, The Secret Life of I've Bees? I've read the book. I've read the book. Oh, I have no idea what it is. Uh, I can't really remember, but it's not really about bees. I would assume It's not. about a girl that like runs away from home, I think, and ends up living on like a a bee farm mm. uh, and making honey. And it's... Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know what a bee farm called. <laughs> <laughs> you don't farm the bees. Yeah, but the Be bees hun- do stuff. What's it called? So, Tell me what it's called. It's called... Because can you think of anything apart from bee farm? It's not a farm, but it's like, obviously because they're hives of, of bees, but it's like beekeeping, isn't it? Yeah, I know it's beekeeping, but that's not the place. You wouldn't say I'm going to the beekeep. Well, maybe, <laughs> that's, it that's bee. the maybe, person. It's a, maybe it's a honey farm then. I think it might be a honey farm, actually. A honey farm, like a, or a bee honey farm, because like the honey from bees. Yeah, they're called honey farm. What is a bee farm called? Beekeepers also called honey farmers. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it's a honey farm. There you go. Like, also known as a bee farm. I don't think anyone calls them bee farms. It farm. said that online. Okay. And Google's know, Google knows everything. I love you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sold it. Google's always listening. That's why, that's why we didn't have our Amazon Echo. We sold it. Yeah, we got our free... Oh, wait, we shouldn't say that, maybe. Oh, no, I'm joking. Uh, we got an Amazon Echo. We just sold it. <laughs> um, we got it free with a deal thing. And um, we were like... We've both got wireless speakers of our own. Mine's a little cheap thing from the range, like 20 quid. Yours like a JVC gift from your brother. Really uh, yeah, I literally don't know what that speaker is. All I know is that it plays music when I connect it to Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth, JVC, <laughs> cylindrical sort of speaker. It's, it's really, really good. My one's all right, but mine's like a sort of festival one. You yeah, take. I don't really know why my brother bought it. Like, if, if you, Davin, if you ever hear this, I love that present and I'm glad that you bought it. But I didn't need a speaker, but I do love it nonetheless and it's great. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a good, it, like, I used it when I went to Mexico. Yeah, I have we, used it quite a few times yeah, now. Festivals, and also when we had barbecues and stuff. Yeah, we have used it a fair amount. It will last for a while. It's going to last like at least five years, probably at least ten years, twenty thousand years, twenty thousand years. Yeah. Mm. At least as long as Wicket is alive. <laughs> yeah, the name of our Because if it's if we find it's a male, it's Wicket. But if it's a female, it's she's Wicket. still sleeping. Yeah, spurred herself nice, and I think she likes the. Fact she's got that. a special stop. A spe- she's got a special spot. Yeah, just there's a, this pit of driftwood that kind of looks like a, a collarbone almost sort of shape. Mm. Uh, she likes to snuggle in behind it. Yeah, she like digs underneath. It's, uh, it's cute. But yeah, she's um, only like her top of her shelves kind of showing. Yeah, she's proper snugged in. Yeah, she's cute. But yeah, so the Wicket, Wicket. Because uh, I think I said that in the podcast anyway. Um, also, I was going to say, with uh, movies, because we were talking about that, cats and stuff, mm. uh, Joker, I haven't really spoken about that on the podcast at all. Mm. You and I went and saw it recently. I thought it was shit. No, I'm <laughs> it was great. It, it was a very, we'll very good We'll say no spoilers, film. obviously, just to clarify any people. Oh, so this is what happens. No the Joker eats a mouse and then he cries because he ate it and that's what makes him crazy. 
Mm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, it was a really good film. I, I liked it. And Mike was surprised that I liked it because apparently all I like is Disney films. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. Uh, you like Disney films. I, I was You like Disney films and obviously rom-coms. You like other cool films as well. But I didn't... When you hadn't watched certain films, I would... And like when I've said to you about you haven't seen The Matrix and it's like I I've seen bits of it yeah but that doesn't work and then you thought you didn't like it I was like but you can't I've never anything. said that I don't like The Matrix I don't remember anything about, anything about it yeah and it's like we we watched something else I can't we haven't actually watched that many serious things together I suppose that's probably why yeah I mean it's yeah basically we it was Star Wars with like light hearted series yeah Star Wars which Mike made me watch oh yeah but you said you want to watch it as he well he forced me oh, to watch nice, it oh nice nice <laughs> But uh, are you actually excited for episode nine? Out of interest, I'm not going to talk about episode nine loads. I'm just interested. Yeah, I'm glad because I tend to zone out when you start talking about Star Wars quite a lot of the time. Mm. <laughs> to be brutally honest, I know. Um, but you do retain I, a lot of the information, though. Actually, yeah, I do. I do remember a lot of stuff about Star Wars now, and I hate myself for it. <laughs> <laughs> Every single day, when someone at work for some reason is having a conversation about Star Wars, I get involved, and then I think. Why do I do this to myself? You love it. It's actually kind of fun just talking about nerdy stuff like that. Someone Except people, people don't Potter. like my opinions. People don't like the ratings oh, that I put the films you, in. Oh, it's, it's mainly one film in particular that you... All right, guys, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Get embarrassed. My least is it my least favorite? Oh no, my least no. favorite is episode two, and that is that is rightly so because a lot of people shocking. feel that way. I think episode one's worse personally, but I You're absolutely love episode two. Fine. But you, know, you love not, episode it's not, two. It's Ugh. not one of the best. It's not definitely it. objectively not one of the best, but I, I really like. But my least favorite. The ending, the middle my least rubbish. favorite. No, no, no. Sorry, episode two is my least favorite. My second least favorite. Oh god, is episode five, and then everyone gets really, really mad oh, at me. Oh, <laughs> why would you say that on air? Every time I've had a conversation about it, people get absolutely livid with me. Empire's like the the best, almost objectively the best. Right, okay, but I think let me let me justify better, myself. That you fell asleep in the middle of the film and had to re- I had to rewind it. Is this the one where he's... Yeah, it's the one where he's just doing yoga with Yoda. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, so they go onto the Degabar system. Go to the Degabar system. And it annoys me because I know what the Degabar system is. And so they go there and then bloody Luke Skywalker's just running around with Yoda and doing handstands and then Yoda's sitting on his feet. Yeah, but that's... The, the thing is... What that's the... basically what happens for the whole of the show, the, the film. The, the, the problem... And then... And then and then, granted, yes, I did know what already happened because I have seen that film before. But then, then, when it gets to the end bit, I'm a, I'm assuming I'm allowed to say what happens at the end of this film because uh, it's been uh, out for so long. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen Star Wars one out and is intending to, maybe skip for like a few seconds ahead. <laughs> but you know, you probably should know. This by is now. a spo- a real spoiler alert for a film from like 1979. I think an it was. old film. Or um. Then obviously, um. Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father. But I remember... He says, no, I am your father. Oh, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember watching that bit with Mike and then saying, oh, this is the bit where he says he's his dad. (laughs) And Mike was like, what? I was like, yeah, this is the bit that says it where he says it's his dad, isn't it? And he was like, I'm not going to tell you. And I was like, yeah, it is, because I recognize it from Toy Story 2. (laughs) So spoiler alert if you haven't seen Toy Story 2. (laughs) Because that's also the same ending of the film. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's a brilliant parody of it, but that's what, like, when we saw um, the trailer for The Shining, you know, the new yeah. one, the Doctor oh, yeah, Sleep, yeah, yeah. and it's like, you and I, like, I watched The Shining about four, no, but about five, six years ago, so I would have been about 1920, I think, when I watched The Shining, and that film, I think, was out in the 80s, or maybe early 90s, but I think it was late 80s. But it's just so referenced. Yeah, it's so referenced. Like, I saw the, the Simpson one 
several times mm. before seeing that. I saw several other parodies. I've seen at but least it's, three. It's still being referenced. So mm. I've got one kid in my tutor group that is particularly naughty. Mm. He's he's a he's a naughty kid, and he ran past the music teacher's window, selling yelling, "Here's Jimmy!" Oh, <laughs> and then the teacher was like, "She he got into trouble because she she he was disturbing her class." So she told him off and then said to him, if you're going to reference it, at least get it correct. It's mm. his Johnny, not his Jimmy. His kid's name, not Jimmy. No, he was just referencing. The kid's name's not Jimmy. No. Oh, okay. I thought it was, uh, he was referencing the thing, but he got the name wrong. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, it, it's referenced so many different things. Like in the Honest trailer, it shows like several like super cuts of like yeah. you being said. Yeah, it's uh, that says the problem with that. And it's like there's certain older films as well where like, I've seen really old horror films like Nightmare uh, on Elm Street. Have you seen that? The original? I've not seen that. I haven't seen any of them, but I know what it's about. It's about someone that goes into people's dreams, isn't it? Yeah, and he kills them in the dreams. You die in real life sort of thing. It kind of, as you die, it, if you like get stabbed, you'll wake up being, and you'll have been stabbed. So it's that sort of kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, a bit more to it than that, but yeah. Um, and I've seen, I saw the remake and I really liked it and apparently everyone hated it. And, and, I, <laughs> um, and I watched the original and I didn't like it that much. But the problem is I watched... Can hear someone thumping some music. Someone's having a party upstairs. Yeah. So if you can hear a slight bassy thumping, that's what that is. Um, but the yeah, the, with the, there's a bit in that when where he's walking down like an alleyway and his arms are really, really, really long. Mm. Like and they look like accordions, like the, the middle bits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like that sort of effect and stuff. I remember seeing that. I was like, this isn't scary at all. And there's a bit where a character gets eaten by a bed. Like in the first, that's like, been referenced as well. Yeah, yeah. That's why I mentioned it in all the other ones. Like it's it's like. It's uh, one of the characters. Oh, I won't say exactly who it is, just in case someone hasn't seen the film just to ruin it. But he gets sucked into a, a <laughs> We're spoiling so many films today. <laughs> a bed, yeah, and it's almost like the bed's like a blender. So you just fall in there, and then the bed just then shoots out blood everywhere, and they're gone. Mm. It's like okay, it's like that's not. I'm going to do that to you tonight. Being eaten by just a bed tube that isn't got any teeth, or is like if it's a bed that's like gnarl- snarling at you, like launching itself at you, all made of teeth and things, that is terrifying. If it's just it sucks you in, you you're gone. So like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Horror films aren't really my jam. I'll watch them, but they're not not my jam. I watched uh, The Ritual the other day. That's yeah, cool. and I was tense for the entire thing. I can't wait to show you Blow Witch Project. This is the thing, right? Okay, so <laughs> my hand's going. Your hand's going up for all these uh, listeners who are watching the <laughs> secret video recording. No, there's no... So this is the thing, is that I am fine to watch films that, like, have gore. I'm mm. okay to watch films that have gore, depending on what the gore is. Yeah. Um, I'm fine. So with stuff like Drag Me to Hell, yeah. I'm fine with that kind of film. That concept's fine. I don't like films that put me on edge. <laughs> like I hate, I hate jump scare. Like I mean, ch- uh, it chapter one and chapter two. Yeah, I liked both of them. Um, but I hate jump scare films. I don't like being <laughs> made jump. Yeah, and I hate films that have that level of we're going to keep you on your toes because you don't know what's going to happen because then I'm just on edge the entire film. Yeah. Like I just feel tense and then nothing happens. And then that makes me feel even more tense because something hasn't happened and I think it's going to happen. And then, and then the music changes and it becomes really sinister and eerie and it's in a horrible minor key. And then it like, 
you're like oh shit now nah, something's gonna happen now it's gonna happen now this is gonna be the moment and then it fucking doesn't and then you're just like oh my god like i'm just so on edge that's and the then point. it finally happens and it scares the shit out of me that's the point that's i the hate thrill. it like, like at the ritual uh, when we watched the ritual i could see your brother looking at me because he was like oh something's gonna happen he was like he was waiting for my reaction but i f- i swear a lot of the time he was just looking at me to make me feel worse uh, yeah <laughs> oh i hated it do you actually so did you enjoy watching them? I enjoyed watching it but I don't like feeling on edge so like with the Blair, like Witch Blair Witch Project I told my PT that we were going to watch the Blair Witch Project and he was just like oh if you didn't like the ritual you're not going to like that it's literally a film of you being on edge and I was like no <laughs> but you say you don't like films with jump scares I don't I'm not a massive fan so of jump scares what do you like in what, that's why you don't like horror there very much because well I've just things. said I don't really like horror that no, much no no it's the, I went and saw the only reason I saw it chapter one was because my brother didn't have anyone else to go with so I went with him and, you, and that's the same with Evil Dead I oh, I wouldn't so good I Love wouldn't it. have ever gone to see that unless my brother had asked me to go with him but did you enjoy it I did but there was one part where it was a bit too gory for me to the nail gun it, yeah it was the nail gun getting shot into the guy's face I was like Ooh. <laughs> You've seen the Final Destination movies? I've seen one of them. Right. Is there a five? I think it's yeah. five. Yeah, it's I five. think I've seen Final Destination five. Uh, I've seen one, two, and three. About I went on four, a date five. to see it at the cinema. I really don't get when it's like, first, was it a first date or like, It was a first date. I, I don't, I've never understood first dates being in cinema. It's like, hey, do you want to basically come oh, with it was, it was eat a loud fir- food yeah. in the dark and not say anything to each other for like two hours? It was like, a first date what? with someone that I knew. It was someone from school. Oh, that's slightly different. Uh, he was like the year, he was the year above me, but... Yeah, it was a weird. Yeah, I wouldn't choose. Obviously, with our first date, you know, I treated you to a nice 67 bottle of Buxton yeah. water. He knows how to treat a lady, everyone. And a pack of Wonka's <laughs> Nerds. Which yeah, we got some nerds from an American sweet shop. Yeah, we got some Sour Patch Kids. You got some nerds and a bottle of water. And we just wandered about for, what was it, like four or five hours? It was quite a long time. I think we met up at seven. And then I think I didn't leave to go home until about half 11. Yeah. I like looked at my watch. Oh, well, I don't wear a watch. I looked at my phone. And I was like, oh, crap, it's half 11. I should probably go because I need to get up for work in like six hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, you just wondered about It's like, it's the best way to get to know someone because like, I've, I've, I'm trying to think how many. I've only been on three dates from online. Yeah. So it's you know one was sophie's in the podcast and one was just someone else that i kind of went on a couple of dates with and kind of hung out with a bit but it's always happens. weird going on dates with people that you've met on like uh like dating apps like so obviously we met on tinder mm. but it's it's always weird when you meet up with them for the first time you're just like oh god i don't know if you're gonna be like like i've met up with quite a few people yeah and they have been nothing like the personality that you get across through the device because obviously either they're so much more nervous in person mm. or they just don't really know or they're just socially awkward yeah yeah um and yeah they're like messaging is so much like on point like there's so much like banter and you're getting on and you like bounce off each other loads and then in person you're just like falls flat <laughs> it's I, like okay then <laughs> yeah it's sad when that happens because there's like sometimes when you have you can have a bit more time between messages like cause it, if i ask you a question now especially if it's like recorded i'll take an edit out but like now it's like what's your answer and it's like you don't get time to think but in a message if you get like two or three minutes you, most questions you yeah, have you can like two draft or three minutes. it can't you yeah, you just go if they go oh how are you, how are you today and instead of just going oh fine or then i'm just going oh, i don't know they can go okay well, i did this and this and this that's not very interesting but i'll say that like you can yeah you, you think about what you're gonna time. say but also like 
you talk to people and you're like, oh, you seem really nice. And you met with them and you're like, yeah, you are really nice. And then there's just like one thing about their character that is mm. just a massive no. Yeah. Like there was, I think the first person that I ever met up with on Tinder, he is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. He is lovely, mm. but he was just too much. Yeah. Like I remember uh, my friend Becky came to visit me at uni and he was like, oh, you're going to introduce me to her. And I was like, well, why? <laughs> I was like, I think we'd met up maybe like five times at this point. Yeah. And I was just like, why would I introduce you to her? And he was like, well, I'm your boyfriend. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, mate, I'm just seeing how this is going. Like, it was just way, way too much. Mm. And then I remember, I think I saw him on the Sunday and then we planned to meet up again on the Wednesday. And he was like, oh, that's so long. I can't wait that long to see you again. I was like, it's literally three days. Mm. <laughs> it's like three days is not a long time yeah it's very intense going for someone that you don't know that well like yeah. obviously if i didn't see you for three days i'd be like oh i'm really upset about that yeah because we live together we live together and we've we've been together for over a year so it's slightly different to someone that you've been dating for like maybe two weeks oh, yeah <laughs> too much too intense sort of thing so yeah that's one thing i've never really been obviously i like affection and i like it when you know them as, exactly as you've said but it's just like when you first meet someone if they're immediately clingy it's like obviously it just doesn't bode well for well, the like future when, when you first meet someone it's almost like a closed flower isn't it like you get the vague idea of what they're sort of like and then as you get to know them more the flower kind of opens you can't see what's actually inside and it's like if you're if you're not if you're a certain intensity in a certain way like if we met um when we did and i was as talkative as i am sort of now in our relationship a lot of the time if i go on off on one about stuff <laughs> if i did that on our first date you may have been a bit put off being like what he's like this already now if i get to know him more he's it's probably going to make it more yeah, into that you kind are of you are a chatty boy yeah i mean to be fair for that for that guy that was too much for me he's he got a girlfriend maybe like three or four months after that he met someone new yeah somebody else and they've been together since like they've yeah. been together since 2006 2015 so mm. obviously he found the other person and the amount of like things that i've seen her tag him in on facebook she's obviously equally as intense in that regard yeah so they've both found each other each other that like bounce off of each other and it's fine yeah you do get some it was just too like much that. for me you do get some people like that they both are just like you know not in this exact specific way but that sort of thing where they wear like matching t-shirts when they go abroad where they say like i'm with him i'm with her ha. i'm gonna get and us like, some of them no thank you uh, <laughs> And you know that, that I'm a stupid. <laughs> um, obviously, Facebook posts or whatever saying that you care about the other person you're sure. I obviously don't necessarily do that very often because it's just it's just not necessary. You don't need to do it all the time. Like I I do it from time to time, but I'm much more like I'm not one for PDA that much, and that's both on social media and here. Like I've I've posted. I can't when it was. It was a while ago. I, I made some sort of post with a picture of you and said, so, you know, favorite person in the world, that sort of thing. But I'm not like I think that might have been Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's like I don't just post constantly every couple of weeks oh my god had the best weekend ever oh my god the... it's our one year and 28 day anniversary yeah it's like but there's some people who post semi-regularly with each other saying they're happy and that's fine i've got no huge issue with that it's just with me i'm like I don't... But also the thing is is that it's all fake <laughs> like obviously i am really happy with you but obviously yeah. in all relationships there are arguments like i'm 100%. not gonna i'm not gonna be the one person to be like mike and i never argue nope, it, it's literally perfect we yeah. never argue never like never we argue. argue from time to time <laughs> of course we argue well yeah but like the thing is is that i'm not gonna post on facebook oh michael's being a massive dick 
like obviously i'm only gonna post the nice pictures like if i have like a really shit headache i'm not gonna paste a picture of me with a headache and like a wet flannel on my forehead yeah i'm gonna post about the fact that i got a fucking tortoise <laughs> like you know yeah exactly and it's like you know if i post i don't really post very much on social media that much anymore like as in as much as i used to because obviously now i do genuine chit chat i have to make a post interesting and write hashtags blah and so it's like i don't my own personal things i don't put up pictures of you on genuine chit chat very often if there's like there's a halloween one where you're obviously there and there's occasion where we're at a place and i take a photo of us being mike doesn't care about me enough <laughs> well see not everyone people follow me on instagram and stuff don't want to see constant pictures of just you and me um, saying i beg to differ we'll see how this episode goes after let's put a poll like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go on facebook do the reaction faces or do a poll on actual twelve. Do a heart if you think she's fit. <laughs> <laughs> but do a duck if you think she's beautiful. <laughs> and do a thumbs down if you think she's munted. <laughs> All the thumbs downs. <laughs> oh, Megan. Silly, you're gorgeous. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's just... Pe- I, 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 the thing is when people post this sort of things online is like, it doesn't matter what the how stable your relationship is. It's really, really easy to just post online saying everything's fine. And I think a lot of people it. use it though is if their relationship is bad they post a lot of pictures online to make people think that their relationship is fine. I wonder if that's like a therapy thing for like a therapeutic thing for them where they're like me posting this and people thinking we're fine makes gives me the strength to kind of be like okay maybe he's a dick or maybe she's a pain. Mm. But I, I in my personal thing it's just like sometimes you see relationships together you know and there's certain people who um, everyone knows certain people who are in relationships with other people and you're like eh, it's just, I don't really think you guys are the best suited yeah. but it's it's one of those weird things isn't it where it's like you can't ever do anything about it if someone posts online if, if their relationship's a bit you know uh, unstable for lack of a better word and they're posting loads online you're not just going to message them and say your relationship's shit where the hell are you posting that stuff you're like Jesus fuck you're I'm lying not... to everyone yeah, how dare and they'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you like, I mean at the end of the day if yeah. you have someone is, if you have a friend that's in a bad relationship like there's only so much you can say most and so watching. much advice you can give yeah, most of it's just watching it happen to me like... but like realistically it has to come from that person they're not going to make any choice yeah. that's not their own like they have they want to do what they want to do so there's only so much you can say yeah, with a lot of major, there's certain people who are very influ- easy manipulating influence, but generally speaking, firework. I love um, fireworks. <laughs> generally speaking, it's like uh, most people, if you try and tell them to do something, then they, as you say, they won't want to do it. And if it's something really big and personal, they will not take people's advice. They can do what they want anyway. You know, it's things like people getting tattoos people who have got drug addictions people who are in bad relationships people who are in a job they hate and they just complain about it constantly and never leave or change anything so all these little things that come together it's like a lot of these things you can tell your mate oh just get a new job if you hate it so much and they go yeah well and they come up with some excuse and they're just in that it's just because people get into a routine and they don't want to leave the routine because that's scarier than than staying with what they've got yeah, I kind of it's, it's almost, like people that stay in jobs that they absolutely hate. It's mm. like they hate it, but mm. they're yeah. more scared of what would happen if they don't have that job anymore. Yeah, they they kind of they normally relationship obviously is, the jobs are can and also be a big people one. get comfortable as well. So you can yeah. hate that job, but if you know every single in and out of that job, mm. then yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I understand that, but I just kind of feel like if you're spending most of your time there, it's yeah, like, no, yeah. I agree with you. If yeah. I if I hate no, course, the school yeah. that I worked at, I wouldn't work there. I'd find a different school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the same with me. Like I, I worked at a place called Ut- Utilita, one for me. So I, I just decided to you know change jobs. That's, that's what I did. I only went there for a short period of time, which wasn't. 
didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I would. So, and I'm really happy now. So it's just like sometimes though you got to do the scary thing. It's like relationships. I've been in relationships before where I felt like at points they were really potentially going somewhere, and then other points where I'm like, oh no, they're not, and I had to break them off. And all my big relationships I've had to end, and that's really difficult to do. Even if the harder ones have when in times where it's like I'm still into them, but it's just. I know it's not going to work that sort of feeling and it's like it's a weird feeling uh, and you do that and it's that scary a lot of the time as well because you're like what if they were the one obviously I know in this context that it's not but like you All know right, Mike I'll just leave shall I <laughs> <laughs> but, you know if they were like you know uh, you're thinking were they or maybe I was being too harsh maybe this maybe that and it's like it is that kind of pressure in a, in a sense but like with jobs it's like you can kind of work at little for a while and then move up to the other thing. And I suppose people can you do that with relationships. Your, the experience that you've got and you use that to find whatever you want next. I think being single now is a little bit easier than it was before. I don't know. I mean, obviously it is easier to access mm. now because obviously there's so many more different methods of being able to date. Like, so in, in Italy, they're kind of backwards. Like, obviously they have Tinder in Italy. Yeah. But like, as in like, with progression of stuff, they're kind of they're outdated a little bit in Italy. So like when people like when I went there, rec- well when we went there last week, it was when Mike met like my family and my friends in Italy, and loads of them asked, "Oh, how did you meet?" And I was like, "Oh, like online. I met them on I met them online," and they were all just shocked because that's not really how people meet each other still in Italy. They still go out to bars and meet each other that way. Mm. I think like here now it is yeah easier to access, but then at the same time there are a lot of people that go on to stuff like Tinder that actually want to find a relationship where the majority of people on there are just looking to find sex, and that's absolutely fine if that's what you want. Mm. But it is annoying for those people that are looking to find some sort of relationship because then realistically, what are they going to have to do? Go on to like match.com and, and buy an account because there are still dickheads on there. Yeah. Yeah. My mum, uh, before she met my now stepdad, uh, she was, uh, after dad passed away, dated and stuff. Obviously I had no problem with that. And she went online and she went to one that were paid and she was like, there's still people on there who are like, really- well, yeah, but I did that yeah. as well. Cause yeah. I went on to match.com and I found more nut jobs on there than I did on Tinder. Yeah. And that's me paying for it. I thought, oh, if I pay for it, then I'll probably find some more serious people. But people who haven't paid can still message you. Mm. So you still have to like kind of filter through the shit. Uh, I met one nice person on Match.com. Yeah, so it is is a weird... It's it's, it's different now, I suppose, than it was. Not easier or harder in some ways. Because like, I just always found that trying to meet someone in the bar, you have to walk up to them out of the blue and they're probably... They're not there... You don't know if they're waiting for someone to talk to them. Like, you you know, we know people who... It's just kind of, kind of awkward like when people come up but to most you in people a bar. Don't. Yeah, if I'm, even if I'm in a bar and I'm like sat chilling with my friends and a girl walks up to me and just said, do you want to buy me a drink or something? And I'm just like, oh, this is like... I'm, it's just, I'm here it's with my weird. mates. Do I now want to potentially say to the evening, okay, I'm just out to... Now, it depends. It depends on the person. on the circumstance like and the context of what you're doing. Like, if I'm in a nightclub with my friends, no leave me alone like i want to hang out with my friends yeah but like if you were in like a pub setting where mm. it's like more social and chatty yeah then i wouldn't mind as much so like when i was in M- munich yeah i was in munich we were in a beer house and yeah. we were sat on a table and obviously there's only there's three of us obviously like half the table was still free 
So people would be like, oh, can we sit here? And they'd sit there. And sometimes it would be a group of guys and they weren't like trying to chirps or anything, but we ended up getting into like long conversations with these people. So there was these three Americans that we were talking to for ages. And then we went to the next place with them and we carried on drinking with them. Yeah. But that wasn't them just trying to like hit on us. <laughs> that was just people being friendly. They were just trying to be friendly. Then there were towards the night when people were getting drunk, they were trying to hit on a couple of them. Mm. Well, a couple of our group. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. That, re- so, that rapport gets built if you've been hanging out a lot. And yeah, but that's ride. the thing. That's the difference between a, like a, a pub mm-hmm. and a bar and a nightclub. Yeah. Like if you're going to a nightclub and someone tries to get with you, clearly, clearly they are just looking for sex. <laughs> yeah. If they try to have a conversation with you, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Like there are, there are some people who end up in a relationship from having a one night stand from a nightclub, but I feel like that's few and far between really. Mm. Yeah, it it is. I always, I was always terrible at that sort of thing. Like, I never met anyone. Oh, I very rarely, very rarely have like hooked up with people after being in a club. Yeah, well, no, I've never in a club, but like going out and meeting people, like the a girl that I dated a while ago that, you, that you've met. Uh, I met her while out, but the way I met her was because she was with yeah, my, exactly. my mates ex, but they were on good terms and stuff. And we, it was like Valentine's Day, we were all just single, so we just kind of hung out at the same pub, and then that's how I met her and it was like that's fine because a friend of a friend when you're out and drinking that's the social situation that's one of the things when it's complete strangers it's just really weird Claudia Mm. my friend once shoved me into a guy to get me to talk to him did you talk to him yeah we ended up chatting anything else (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to answer that if you don't want to (laughs) I feel like it's very obvious at this point isn't it (laughs) (laughs) so it worked Uh, (laughs) yeah I've never been shoved into a girl and you know anything good has happened so but it's <laughs> anything good has happened. I've probably been pushed into a woman at some point in my life and messing around, but I don't think uh, <laughs> all those times you're messing around, you push into a woman. <laughs> no, someone pushes me into a woman, oh. getting pushed into a woman. Uh, but no, it's yeah, dating now is odd, isn't it? Because like you basically have to. I hate it. I hate Tinder. I hate. I, I hate. It feel, t- like, I hate feel like shit for like ninety percent. It's of it. awful. I mean, literally, the only the only reason we met is because I redownloaded the app because I was really bored one evening. Hmm. I like that's literally the only reason. Yeah, I I had at that point had deleted it because I was getting so pissed off with it. Yeah, so I, I was on there and I was just like, there was some women who would uh, match with me, and then, and then they just I sent a message and they wouldn't respond. And it's like sometimes I understand that if you uh, if you're a, a girl and you go on there and you swipe yes to like five people, it is a lot easier for can. girls to get matches than it is it, for guys. It's a lot easier in that regard. But also, I know that Tinder, like one of you, has to be the second one to swipe. So yeah. if, if, for example, if you had swiped yes for someone else, if I got on Tinder a day later or something, and you swiped yes for someone else, and then you were just chatting with them, and you didn't go on the sort of swipey part of yeah. Tinder, then you... <laughs> swipey part. I don't know what it's called, whether you find a match. I didn't go on the swipey part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you choose whether or not you say yes or no to them. Yeah, okay, like, well, you swipe left or right. Like or they, up they may have keen. already said yes to me, and then I say yes, and it's been too long, and they, they're already talking to other people, so they don't check their matches, their recent matches. Yeah. Because women, you see a lot of the things on my guy, where they just go yes 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 just all of them don't even look and I was always one to make sure I, if they didn't have a description I just wouldn't even bother them because yeah I'm the same the, the embarrassing thing is, is when you go on Tinder and it says there are no new matches in your area yeah <laughs> you completed Tinder at that point yeah I've, I've got to that point before and I'm like complete it mate great or when you've ran out of swipes you're like oh yeah. I hate myself <laughs> yeah yeah I've done both those things before um, but I did this when I swipes when I first used it because I didn't realise 
They were swipes, right? Yeah, they? and then you get the super likes and you're like, no, thank you. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Are I you... really, really like your face. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, I did super likes by accident four times. How do you accidentally super like? Because it was, I'm trying to remember exactly where it was. Was you just, just, just misplace your thumb. It was either that or there was a shortcut where you shake it and it does super like it. It was something weird like mm. that and I can't remember what it was. Or it was, maybe it was like one of the buttons, I can't remember. There was some sort of shortcut I seemed to recall and I kept, and I did it like four times by accident. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, maybe it looks really desperate. Um, but <laughs> yeah, some of the people were cool, but like a lot of the time you'd have a conversation and for obviously guys, I have to try and, as a guy, generally have to try and make myself seem really cool and interesting and it's like, what they've written in their description, it kind yeah. of depends on what they... It is shit. And sometimes you spend a nice, like, while making thing, like thinking of a really witty thing to say based on their bio, and they literally don't give a fuck. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, I found that. Because that's one of the things that surprised me most with you. Like, I match with you, and then I was, I think I was messaging I was a keen little time. bean, and I uh, and messaged, messaged him me. right away. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you're the only second person since me being on online dating, which I was on for a bit, and then... I dated someone before you a while ago, uh, and before her, obviously I was on Tinder on a dating site because I met her. So it's like I've I've been for a few years since uh, my last big relationship ended. I've just been on and off uh, Tinder and plenty of fish and things. Uh, and it's like it's I was talking to someone else, and then you just popped up, and I have all that time only one other person's ever messaged me first. I can't remember who it was. It's I'm ballsy, mate. Like, you did it. I tried Bumble for a while. That fucking sucks. I hate Bumble. I absolutely hate Bumble. Like Bumble, I I tried using, and I literally would send messages to people, and I would get zero reply. Yeah, I'm like, if you are not interested, then why match me? Yeah. Like, what's the point? I, I don't yeah. think I got. I think I got maybe one reply on Bumble at all, and I was like, oh, this is a pile of crap. I got very few matches. I know some people really, really like Bumble. Like, there's someone that I used to be friends with at uni that really liked Bumble. My mate Alex, obviously been in the podcast. He likes um, he's he'd like Bumble. He's had a he's had a couple of dates due to bumble but me i am um, i went on there and i matched with only about there's no idea as many people on bumble as around tinder but like i matched with pff, i was on there for a couple of months like 10 people if that and then about two of them i think it was yeah. two or three because obviously the girl me. has to message first doesn't yeah she? two have messaged me and then i messaged them back and one of them responded to my message twice and then i i literally and that was it and i was like why why is no one why not message why start like there's one person I remember who said had something in their bio about whatever and I said something about it and they sent back not a question or anything else at all and I was like where do I go from here how are you yeah I'm fine thanks <laughs> what have you been up to recently I just out with yeah, the girls some, like, some girls don't really help do they well I mean it can be guys as well but I, yeah guys do it too there's a, there's a girl who had uh, four main points of her, her uh, bio and I remember one of them was chicken nuggets there's I mean, chicken nuggets are great. There was, so. I think, some music, something, chicken nuggets, something else. And so I, I went through almost each of them as our conversation started. And she didn't ask me about my preference of any of those things either. So I was like, oh, yeah, I quite like blah, 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 because uh, this song, blah, 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 is like that. Uh, do you like, uh, like, you know, do you like blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. But, oh, I see you like chicken nuggets. Yeah, um, I, I had the share boxes once and I had like, I had like 16 of them. I, couple to my friend I like I get I'd like 16 of them and it come maybe sick of chicken nuggets and they're like haha I'd never be sick of chicken nuggets fantastic like, conversation what, what, what and I just went for everything and then I ended up with just saying how are you she's like yeah I'm fine thanks so <laughs> what the f- how like, what's the point of even being on there what, what do you actually that? expect me to actually say back like what what could I actually genuinely say back in return to that like there's some girl who put um oh I, I love Harry Potter and coffee 
And so I said some sort of thing about Fantastic Beasts because that was around the time it came out. And I was like, oh, um, I saw Fantastic Beasts the other day. What do you think of it uh, compared to the other ones? And my, I think my favourite, I, I didn't like it as much as the other ones, whatever. And then she was just like, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I was like, okay. I mean, first of all, you can see why that would have never worked out because Fantastic Beasts is not good at all. No, I, I said I preferred <laughs> Harry Potter to, to Fantastic Beasts, but I said, you know, what do you think of it? And then also she said about coffee and things. And I was like, oh, I saw this, Okay, it was some sort of Harry Potter themed drink or something, mm. and I was quite. It's quite a good little bit of a conversation piece. She gave like one word answer, not asking me any question back, and I'm like, I can't have some a people, conversation. Some people me. just don't. Some people obviously like the attention of having people message them, mm. but don't really care about that person, and therefore doesn't really care because she's got so many other people that she's messaging. And obviously, I say she just because I am a girl. Yeah, and I, I'm assu- I'm assuming guys probably do this as well. For the most part, it's a general different dynamic, but it is obviously not universal for one sort of person yeah 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 um we've hit an hour 30 so we've hit an hour 30 this is a very powerful drink (laughs) (laughs) yeah that espresso was powerful um so we can wrap it up now if you'd like it come to a nice impasse yeah i can start cooking our roast dinner you can, yeah, and I can then edit this and try and release tonight. Yeah, like a 50s housewife, always doing the cooking, always doing the cleaning, I am. You're not always doing the cleaning. <laughs> no, I'm I, never I doing do the, the majority cleaning. of the cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> I am always doing the cooking, though, but that's because I love it. You do, yeah, nine out of ten times, I'd say. I'd say a good 98% of the time I do the cooking. That's one in 50. That means, like, that's literally it's like... one in 50. How do you come up with that so fast? How do you know that? Well, because... It was two of a hundred, like you def- you decimal, not decimal fractions. <laughs> if it's two is on the top and a hundred at the bottom, you can half them both. Mm. So it's one oh, over yeah. 50. Maths with Mike. You should do a segment called Maths with Mike. No one would listen to that and I'm not a good enough Does mathematician to do podcast anyway. <laughs> That's so mean. I'm joking. I know. You see the numbers, but don't say them because I don't release them. Even the though. numbers are, spoiler alert. People could normally, you can see them on podbean to some degree but it's on many other podcasting apps and things so it's like a not true number but whatever and i didn't go to podbean till episode f- and there's mr ramble 10 or 13 <sighs> you're lucky i love you <laughs> <laughs> i am a massive pain in the ass but We're mike does are. go on so i've now started calling him mr ramble it's good it's a lot of fun times yeah <laughs> i'm really happy we had that recorded and i'm not gonna edit it out so there we go <laughs> everyone well, can know awesome well Thanks for coming on, Megan, and I'm sure I'll have you on again at some point in the future. Yeah, I'll see you soon. (laughs) (laughs) It was nice doing business with you. I will see you next time we do a podcast together. (laughs) Therefore, you will eat your dinner in a different room to me. (laughs) Forever, that's it. Forever. Until 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 we do another podcast. Okay, deal. (laughs) And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Obviously, where we've just been talking about sort of uh, in the chat, in more so part one, but also a little bit in part two, speaking about the tortoise and things. If you go on our Instagram, uh, at Genuine Chit Chat, um, it basically, uh, there's a description in the uh, show notes and things. Then you'll also see pictures and occasional videos of the tortoise as well. I'll post them on my story more so than post uh, fully on Instagram and things. But yeah, you can always follow on other social media platforms, you know, like Facebook and um, Twitter as well, where I do post similarish things, uh, movies reviews and um obviously little snippets of the show as well so if you're like a not a full-on listener who wants to listen to everything and you kind of listen to certain episodes that sort of intrigue you it's a good way to sort of get into more of the back catalog there's the last several months i think maybe even the last year now have had snippets on them just like 30 seconds to a minute long snippets on 
Instagram and Facebook, you'll mainly find them, but you will, you can find them on Twitter, but it's just a lot easier to find them on Instagram and uh, Facebook has less sort of <laughs> things are blocking the way, like retweets and whatnot. So anyway, also I'm um, coming up. Um, I've got the gentleman who I'm about to reschedule last week's podcast to next week. Uh, he's a traveling author and things. So we've got quite a few cool things to chat about. Um, I've got my buddy Reese, who's been on Genuine Chit Chat many times. Um, I'd say he was the first ever guest on the show on episode one. Um, he also guy's been several gaming ones and a couple of other ones as well. Like he's, he's one of my best mates. And so uh, it's good to have him on. He's going to come on before Christmas probably to chat about whatever think about maybe some sort of questions just like a idea of what is good and evil maybe those sort of things i've got several other guests lined up for january already um i'm thinking and i've got more for the rest of the year um to keep us going quite a few things uh, in the pipeline um and also be sure to check out my um show on the brave files uh, i went on there uh when this is coming out it'll be the last episode not the most recent episode but i think it was like the, the second most recent episode um the I guess it's on there, I spoke with my dad and any long-term listeners will know that episode 24 is where I spoke with my brother Rob. Uh, we just discussed it. It's not necessarily that sad. It's we op- openly and honestly speak about him as a person and how it sort of, how it was from him going, you know, from being fine to becoming ill and then passing away. So it's like, uh, it's one of those sorts of chats where it's, it's quite deep in, in subject matter, but we don't like get really, really emotional and things like that in it. We just kind of take a balanced look at uh, look on things and then with heather's brave files it was more of a positive look on how it affected me and these sorts of things of how you go through it and stuff so i love the brave files heather's been on um this show as well and all of our episodes are excellent i regularly listen to them it's one of my favorite podcasts so you know be sure to check out the brave files there's a link in the description anyway that's enough for me rambling guys um thanks as always for tuning in and stuff uh, and i'll talk to you next week